This is Cluttered Life. Now, I just want to thank everybody today for joining us on Straight Talk. We are joined today with Professor and Stacy and our guest panelist, Stephanie. Now, I'm sure we've all been there. We're wondering how to declutter our life, whether it be in our relationships, whether it be in our homes in general. Now, Professor, why don't you go ahead and take this and give us some tips that we can all glean and learn from. I want to say, how do we determine what kind of messy person we're going to be with? Check the car first. If you have to move all the clutter in order to get in the car, this person is definitely nasty and filthy. Because generally on a guy, his car is his pride possession. However, it really should be always kept clean and therefore a trash can or bag in the the vehicle in order to clear it out. But let's think about if the car is cluttered, what is the bedroom? Now, if you're dating, you're probably not going to be going into their bedroom. That's where you shouldn't go until you say, I do. But what about the main entrance of their house? What if their family is cluttered, nasty, pack rats? What are some of the things, Stacy, that you can say that really gets to you when you're looking at going into someone's house, whether you're going to eat or visit or just make a very brief in and out? Uh, the main two focuses would be, for me, would be the the bathroom and the kitchen. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm very um, much a stickler on those two issues, but mainly the bathroom and the kitchen. If the kitchen is nasty, I will never eat at your house. Um, that goes from the dishes to uh, the countertop, the table, um, you know, pretty much everything in the kitchen. Um, bathroom, same as, you know, I don't eat in the bathroom. However, you know, the toilet, if it's not clean, if there's stuff on the outside as well as the inside, you know, that's not something, even the tub. So, you know, if there's a lot of debris that's around the faucet handles and stuff like that. So my mind paints a vivid picture of me touching that debris and bacteria and then washing my hands and then touching it again and the soaps and yeah. So those two are the main issues for me. Yes, and when you think about the kitchen, that's one of the touchy things. People don't like to wash dishes. They don't like to sweep up after they eat. It's always cluttered. And as you said, bacteria passes the diseases and then you get sick from whatever comes around. So when you go into that person's house, I'm gonna give a small related story. When I was dating my first husband, I didn't know about these things. And his mother was downright nasty. And I mean, they had a community towel for wiping their bottoms, regardless if they urinated or defecated. And I remember the first time going in there and wondering how was I going to address that? So what I started doing was I would bring my own toilet paper and I would bring my own towels because it would be nothing to wipe your hands off of and you could see this nasty towel in the floor that was the community butt wiper and that's filthy and i don't know why anybody would be that low in their personal hygiene and especially in their families to do this and she would always want to have my children come over and i would tell my husband no 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 we're not going to take them over there 
And he said, he just insisted, they just need to spend time with my mom and dad. So what did I do? I thought in order to keep peace, I would go in when my boys were taken over there and I would clean house. I would bring groceries, I would bring the paper products, I would bring everything that I thought was gonna be necessary for my boys to spend two or three days there. I didn't let them stay longer than two or three days. But it was a shame because it was such a great expense to come over and do this and every other member of the family indulged in what I brought over for the boys. But I knew that I had not taught my boys to be nasty and pick up some filthy towel on the ground to wipe your tail with. And the same with, I wanted paper plates and uh, saucers, plasticware. This was a big issue to me and I hated it whenever my husband would insist that they go spend time with their grandparents. My family was never that way. My mother's house was always immaculate, always clean. Even when you wouldn't think there was a reason to sweep, mama ran the sweeper. The house was always kept in perfect shape. Now, if you opened her closets, you might be prepared for a catastrophe falling off on you. But if you walk through the house, you would think this woman has got it together. Used to, women took pride in how they kept their houses and how they kept their children. So when you think about this stuff in the bathroom, I'm this way about public toilets. So let's get your viewpoint girls on public toilets. How do you handle that? No toilet paper in the public toilet. You've got to go. What do you do? Carry your own toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah. <laughs> I always bring my own wet wipes. I even use my wet wipes in the apartment. I just feel that I'm more fresh and cleaned up after any situation. So in my pockets, I always have tissues, napkins, wet wipes, because I know I don't have any option and I'm kind of in a confined area and sometimes the bathrooms are uh, horrid. I can understand why diseases are spread quickly. And I can say that when I go into a restroom, I use those wet wipes to wipe the handles especially if I have to turn something on and off. And I've taught my children to do the same thing. So don't just go in and settle. But what about sitting on the commode, girls? How do you handle that? I, I'm a squatter. <laughs> yes. I, I generally like the handicap stalls because they have plenty of places to hold on to. Right. And, um, and I do not touch the, the handle to flush the toilet in public bathrooms. I use my foot. Yeah. So. Or a uh, toilet paper if they have it. Yeah, it'll be my foot. <laughs> usually on the toilet paper, if, if there's toilet paper in the bathroom, I usually bring my toilet paper and I have the little um, sheets of soap just in case. But um, usually in the, the bathroom, the toilet paper, I take off the first five, six squares and throw it in the trash or in the toilet. And then if I need to use more toilet paper, well, which I would, but... You know, I would make sure that those five are off before I use it. Because so. it could have fell on the floor. It could have fell on the floor. Or somebody somebody could have was dirty. Yeah. So. Some, yeah. So. It's OCD, I guess. <laughs> I don't have a problem with OCD. There's not a problem with I it. think that they've kind of made everybody feel like if they were over compulsive that it was bad. But some of us need to have at least a dose of OCD. 
Even in um, the women bathroom, are, for some reason, you you would think they would be a lot cleaner. The women are, the bathrooms are terrible, terrible. And what about when they walk in, use the bathroom, and walk out without washing their hands? I, I'm pretty vocal to say, um, you forgot to wash your hands. It's, you know, yeah. we just got through COVID, or you know, something like that. And and I, I see them because you know that they didn't wash their hands and you're hearing the wrapper of a feminine napkin or something like that. And then I'm thinking, you just walked out doing your personal business and then not wash your hands. And it's, oh, it's, it makes me sick to my stomach. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't touch the door. You know, you don't touch the door to open the door. I use my foot or I use a napkin or my shirt. Or, or you hope somebody comes in. Yeah. Like, oh, let me grab that. <laughs> grab it with the elbow before they, you know, before it closes. So these are things that we do in the public. And unfortunately, we need to do them at home unless we're in a house that is more particular. What about ladies, if you go into maybe a home and you see that some man has urinated on the seat? How do you handle that? I generally clean it. Yeah, I, I use a lot of toilet paper and I would take some soap and water and you know, wipe the seat. Even even if I'm gonna I'm visiting someone's home, I'm gonna squat it regardless. Yeah, right. I'm a squatter. So um, I'm gonna clean it before just in case something splashes back at me. You know, I have the, the vivid mind thing going. So you just <laughs> Now if you're not a squatter because of age or maybe certain handicaps, then I strongly recommend that you make you a toilet wrap with toilet paper to oh, put yes. on the seat. Yes. Don't just sit down and hope that that's okay. I know of incidents where men have got crabs and we're not gonna talk about diseases that are from the toilet seat. But no, you can't get pregnant on a toilet seat. But the point I'm getting at is that there are times that circumstances are you cannot wait. Uh, my boys are very much particular and if it's a restroom that's not clean they'll go out behind a building before they'll ever go into that restroom and deal with the nastiness mm -hmm. however my son is also a very clean OCD person he doesn't like clutter and garbage sitting around <coughs> um, I, I know sometimes like it you know sometimes you, you cannot uh, definitely stand up and use the bathroom as a woman that, you know, I usually make, you know, they probably hate me sometimes because I make a little a pile of, it's like three layers on one part. It's four squares on the toilet and then one overlaps the front, you know, because some people, they don't get in the they hole. So they, it kind of spills down the front of it. So I, I, I make sure that it's pretty much doubled <laughs> or triple, or triple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, protected. So, and if I have hand sanitizer, I usually do that first and then do my, my little barrier. So... So we're talking about restrooms and how we have to deal with it in the public and in the homes. But before we ever get there, when we have children, before we have children, we need to improve our personal hygiene and how we take care of our house. Now this becomes a touchy situation. Some of you know that our family owns a moving company in Texas and the guys will go out into these houses and they are appalled about how nasty they are. They've come back with stories about dog mess being around the house and not being cleaned up. This is bacteria that's going to cause a lot of issues. So when they go to move a couch, they've got urination even from people where they've not made it to the bathroom but urinated right there by the couch and the animals, etc. It's un unfortunate that these hoarding mentalities are actually our personal habits 
are not mine, but some of the people you know, I would definitely start teaching these things at an early age. I taught my children to pick up after themselves. Now, some of you who are extremely lazy and you're sitting in your room or you're sitting in a house and you've got stuff from a wrapper of some sort, don't just leave it there. I make sure that in every room of my house, there is a trash basket. If I'm close to where I'm sitting, I make sure there's a trash basket there. Any of my desk or things, I make sure there's a trash basket there. Because sometimes I don't feel like getting up, taking the laptop off my lap, going over and throwing it there. So I made sure that it's convenient. I also keep my reading glasses in different locations for that same reason. But men, you need to pick up your junk as well. And I focus on men because men and women these days are very sloppy. And I'm an organizational fit guru, I guess. I have to have things organized. They have to have a place, they have a container named, etc. And maybe it's because I do videography, I teach, and I have a lot of things going on. But I want containers labeled properly. What are some hints that you ladies could offer to the young mothers or singles about getting into the habit of cleaning up after themselves? One way to me make it easier, especially if you have um, children, is to t first of all teach them young. You know, don't overwhelm yourself as a mother trying to take care of kids and the household and everything. Get the kids involved, make it fun, and make it a responsibility, not a chore, because then you'll have a ha make it a responsibility to where a natural a habit. natural habit to where they get into that habit. You know, I taught um, my kids young to how to wash dishes, cook. Um, wash their own clothes, um, clean, and you know, talk these have it makes it easier. So if you're in a rush, um, then it'll be easier on you to get things done as a, a household than just doing it all by yourself and letting the kids just lay around watching video while you're doing all the cleaning, laundry, and you know, and such. But I've also been that way since my mom taught me. So I started cooking when I was four and. From then on, I was cooking meals and everything while my mom, she was a single parent, worked. And um, and that's what we did. We I cooked the meals and then we cleaned house before our mom got home, you know, coming to school and we took care of everything. So everything mm -hmm. was kind of, it became a, um, a natural habit to do. So you just do it and you don't break those habits. Wow. Now that was some informative topics, even to enhance my own life. This is Straight Talk, where we provide and you decide. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.